Hey guys, today I'm coming back to you with this podcast. It's been a while and um, I'm, I want to use this uh, today's episode to present to you a very, very special lady, uh, wonderful woman, wonderful coach, mother. Um, I met her. Tr- I met her shortly before we recorded this interview. This interview was recorded last summer and we've been in contact ever since. She has become my coach as well. Um, and she has been from all the coaches that I've had so far, she has been the one with the most impact in my life. It's, uh, I really love the way she really sees through the BS that we have sometimes and really has a beautiful way of supporting you being your best cheerleader. Um, and at the same time still, you know, giving you guidance and showing you how to bring out your best self, how to bring out your greatness and yeah so I'm gonna leave you to it I'm gonna leave you to listen to this wonderful interview we had and hope you enjoy it have a great time and oh for all of you guys that want to get to know her she has an amazing challenge coming up now on March 1st so if you'd like to you'll find the link in the uh, the link below the video or in the show notes so that you can sign up I highly recommend it but listen in and yeah, enjoy for yourself and, and see for yourself uh, what an amazing woman this is. Have fun. Bye, guys. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the podcast. I'm so excited uh, to have as a guest a very wonderful woman. I, I just said I fell in love with her right away when we when we spoke the first time because it was before we got into this. I just really enjoy her energy. It's amazing, and I'm so happy that I can present her to you guys today. Hello, Anita. How are you? Hello. Hi, I'm really good. Thank you, and hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you. It's so amazing to have you. Um, I don't want to bring anything in. I just want maybe, for, uh, no, I'm sometimes get confused with the languages. Let's just dive in and maybe you can uh, introduce yourself, who you are today. Okay. Ooh, who I am today. Well, <laughs> you know what? Uh, there is a really great answer to that, which one of my clients told me. She said, oh my God, Anita, I am the woman today. I want to be still in six months time. And I thought, you know what, what other testimonial do you need when you help someone become someone who already want, who wants to be the same person in six months time? So uh, that's who I am now. <laughs> but um, I am a wealth with, well, the wealth with heart coach. And I created wealth with heart because I felt there was a need of, you know, not going always after the money, 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 but having wealth with heart means having the time to tend your garden. I'm just looking outside my beautiful garden, uh, having time and money to spend with your children, having time for yourself to do what, what you want to do. And for some people, they need the million dollar mark. And I had a client who is going for now with that. And she's actually still working with me. Um, and I had clients who just started up and they wanted to reach the thousand dollar mark. So whatever wealth with heart means uh, for people. Um, but yeah, I am here today helping ladies all over the world uh, to change their and transform their money stories, to increase their self-belief and uh, make sure that their business reaches the level that they want to get to. 
and I use a no bullshit, a very powerful and unique mindset approach and business development strategies, which I bring from my corporate career where I was a business development manager to two international companies. So, yeah. <gasps> so exciting. And this is awesome. You already halfway answered it. How do you become a coach like that? How, how, what, what made you define this to, for yourself? Because I think it's not, not easy to be born into this uh, way of thinking. No. Uh, well, see, I always thought differently and I always felt like the odd one and nobody could understand me that why I thought it was possible for me to do this and that. And I just never understood how people didn't understand. I'm like, what do you mean? I could be an Olympic champion if I wanted to. And you know, people say, no, you can't. I'm like, what do you mean I can't? I just need to train for like five years, 24 seven, not sleep and eat probably, but everybody can become an Olympic champion. Um, so I always thought differently, but what really put me on this path was losing my dad at the age of 52. He was 52. I mean, what is that? Like, that's just halfway of your life, 52. Um, and he had big dreams and he was actually, I'm pretty sure, and I know he was born to be wealthy because he drove a Mercedes. Okay, it was 20 years old, but he really looked after it and uh, it was beautiful. And that was a status for him that he drove a Mercedes and all his friends were millionaires. He was like the, the only one who wasn't, but he had plans and he knew the job he did. He was a truck driver. So he knew the logistics. He had hundreds of uh, contacts everywhere. He could have easily set up his own business, which was a logistics company, you know, trans transporting things from A to B. But he wanted other people to do it for him. Unfortunately, he was too scared. And even uh, just weeks before he died, I was home and he sat me down at the dinner, ta dinner table and he called me Sissy. They all called me my mom and my friend, um, brother. They call me Sissy. Not because I'm Sissy. <laughs> but in Hungarian, blondie is sussy, but my little brother couldn't uh, pronounce it, so he just said sissy. So he said, sissy, how do I make this happen? And that back then, I didn't know how to make I didn't have the mindset for it. I, I, didn't, I said, I don't know that, I don't know where you get millions of foreign or you know, hundreds of thousands of euros, dollars to buy a lorry. And nowadays, if he asked me the question, I would just go and do it but I didn't know. So he died with those dreams in his heart. And I promised him on the day of his funeral that I would not do the same. If something came to me, the next thing, no, not, not something, the next thing came to me, I would just follow it through. Because before doing this, I wanted to, I lived in the UK back then, I wanted to import uh, winter tires um, and opening a European shop and I don't know, restaurant, Hungarian cafe, everything. And I never actually went through, never opened any of these businesses. So I promised him no matter what the next one was, I would follow it through. And I do feel that it was his inspiration and him sending me messages because one day I just went to the shop and bought a, I'm going to say four, so a three notepad. And I filled it with questions, exercises, meditations, loads of things that how would help women. And then I just stood there and I'm like, what is it? Like, what, who am I? Or what, what, what is it? And even my husband asked, what do you always write? I'm like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> like, honestly, they don't know. And then uh, they say, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. 
and I was scrolling through Facebook, I saw an advert, this beautiful lady in a video sharing how she became a coach and now she's helping ladies to become coaches. And I thought, oh my God, that's who I'm meant to be. So all that writing and all that, about six months, that had been preparing me to become the coach I am today. So it was, oh, still got goosebumps. It was <laughs> incredible. And just to realize that, holy cow, like, that, that's how I was meant to be here. So all, everything that happened, uh, you know, losing my dad to becoming, being promoted to business development managers, to be headhunted by another, another company, all, everything, good and bad, led me to this, this road. So, and if dad didn't die, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. So that's why I'm here. <laughs> but that's so amazing because it really pulled you i i always think somehow because a lot of the times when i speak to coaches or not just coaches human beings in general we always have this one huge experience that makes us change and that makes mm. us walk in the right direction unfortunately a lot of times it's someone close to us dying which mm. i think is so sad and that's why i think is even more important to have coaches on this planet because we help people achieve those goals or get there without the necessity of 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 um, of an experience that is that big or bad or negative yeah. in, in that way. Yeah. Yes, but that's the thing. Like I always say, it, nothing bad needs to happen for people to wake up. All it takes is one decision. And unfortunately, something like 75% of the people will never make that decision. They will never take their life into their hands. They will just live through, walk through, what is it, sleepwalk through their lives, never doing anything that they, they would really want to do. Uh, and 25% of us, yeah, we say, okay, let's give it a go. And probably around, I think I read, 15% of people actually go through with it. So it's still a very small percentage, but... It is, it's available to everyone, the free life, the, whether it's money or just, you know, building um, houses or schools in Africa. It's all, we can all do it. We can all do it. It only takes one decision. One decision. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> that's how I became a digital nomad. It was yeah, scary. But you just decide and you're going to do it. And then somehow the universe just starts doing everything. Yeah, to make it happen yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and so that's incredible. that's it i mean um gabby bernstein has the book the universe has your back and i would recommend it to everyone i read it a few times because you do realize and i love this she says i don't know if i'm paraphrasing or maybe that's not how when she says it but that's how i remember that when you realize that you're not on your own uh, and just, just that, that you can ask for help, whether it's from within or from random people or from your boss or parents, whatever, but most of the time from within, from the universe or God, whoever we call it, then all this weight will shift, get off your shoulders, and then you will be able to fly. Like, we really are not on our own. And, you know, it's, and people say, oh, yeah, but I don't believe in this and that. I'm like, okay, so have you ever come to, like, have you ever thought of something and you thought, oh, where is this? Where did where that thought where come from? Like, where did you come from? Like, where did I, who said this? We all experience that, right? So that, that's just to prove that whether it's, we want to call it Mother Teresa, nature, luck, uh, Buddha, Allah, whoever, 
there is a higher power that we can tap into and and that's it we realize that there's always help unlimited infinite limitless then we can do the things that we really want to do just need a bit of courage <laughs> yeah and i think it's also a lot about when you take the decision and then to really start doing it you know because one of the things that i've realized is that a lot of people say that they want to they make the decision but then it's like now the, now I, now i'm here universe give it to me mm. it's not about just sitting there waiting for you know like waiting for the universe to to hand no. it all to you no 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 there's got to be i mean the universe um oh what's the word um answer not answers reacts yeah reacts to action so you need to show up you've got to do your part and then the universe will do her part i like calling it her (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure she is a woman Uh, (laughs) she's got to be for crying out loud somebody somebody up high has to be So, uh, yeah, so no, it doesn't work like, just like that, that we decide. It's, you know, and while people feel uh, comfortable being uncomfortable, they won't, they won't act. It's, you've got to have your lowest point of where you think, you know what, I'm just so sick of myself. I've got to do something. I'm sick of feeling like this. I'm sick of not seeing results. I'm sick of going to work and doing the same thing every day and yeah there's got to be um something a turning point yeah Yeah. (sighs) so exciting and it's also about surrendering to it right to Mm. the universe doing the things for you as well yeah i don't know if yep i i think that's one of the hardest lessons that i had to learn for myself and i think also when i see my clients a lot of the times or maybe also our listeners because on one hand, we're told that we're supposed to go into action. But then on the other hand, we're also told that we're supposed to surrender to the universe. So how, mm. how does that work together? Mm. It, is, it, is, it is tricky. And if you don't know if you read or the listeners read uh, Michael Seeley's Surrender Experiment, I mean, I just could not. I didn't care whether the children wanted anything or I had to cook. That was constantly in my ear. And I listened to it in like two days, which never happened. Um, and he, yes, he does that. He says that you just, you just go and, and follow your intuition and walk into the shop. That's what happened to him. He walked into the shop and he started typing on this uh, computer when it all came out. And then he had the biggest, I don't know, software company, I think, and still has, or probably sold it. I don't know. But he didn't do it for money. He just did it because, oh, it was there. It's interesting. I'll take action on it. So he took action. And then something else, oh, okay, what if I had, because he loved uh, yoga and meditation and he wanted to create himself a little, like a one space hut that, <laughs> that he could just right in the middle of the forest, I remember, uh, to do uh, his yoga meditation and just live there. But there were people like his friends offered that, okay, we'll build it for you, but actually it's a little bit bigger. And I think they built him like a whole big, huge temple. And he said, well, what am I going to do with a temple? <laughs> and then people started coming in. They wanted to, to do yoga with him and wanted to meditate with him. So he just, he just said, oh, oh you want to build me a temple? Okay, whatever, build me a temple. And then he still went and acted on it. He still did his meditation. 
And when they asked him to be a teacher, he said, oh my God, I really don't want to do it, but it's here. I'm going to surrender. I'm going to say yes. So you go after what you feel is right and then the universe will give you the opportunity and then you still need to keep going. So you do take the actions, but first you've got to open your heart and let, let your intuition again or God, universe, guide you to, to a certain, onto a certain path. And then, yeah, take the scary, always the scariest actions first. <laughs> oh, yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. That that is one one hard thing, isn't it? Like, oh, I know, I know, I need to do this. I need to, I don't know, speak to this potential and uh, write my sales page. But it's so scary. What if I press live <laughs> and then nobody responds? And then what? <laughs> yes, and it has happened. And it, yes, it has. The world yeah, didn't end. <laughs> no, no, it it won't end. And you know what? Like two weeks time, nobody will remember anyway. So. <laughs> yeah but that's the beauty about it i think so as well for me i always imagine there are certain things where i feel like i'm actually running screaming but i'm still running yeah you you still feel the fear and you know it's there yeah but you're still going just do it scared yeah just do it scared (laughs) i had a client the other day and she said oh my god but i'm so scared and what's gonna happen and sometimes i just let them i'm like okay like i'm not gonna hold your hand because you need to learn this and then she messaged me in the morning. She said, I did this good. I'm like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I need to teach my clients as well how to, how to overcome themselves. So she just said, yeah, I did it scared. I'm like, yeah, done. Yeah. So what happened? Nothing. You just did it. <laughs> so yeah, we do talk ourselves. Uh, we talk ourselves out a lot of things. And, and unfortunately, most of the time, we do it with the things that would bring us the biggest transformation. But I, I mean, I'm quite aware of a lot of things now. I've been meditating since I was like seven, eight, nine. I can't remember years old because my mom used to do it. She didn't know she was doing it, but she was doing it. <laughs> um, they just didn't call it meditation back then. And I used to stay with my mom, uh, sleep, sleep with mom because that was always a lorry, dri- lorry driver going away for weeks. So now I am, I got to the point where I know when it is, when it's something worth acting, acting on. And I, I realize that if I don't want to do it, I'm like, oh, okay, no, 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 it's me. It's, it, I've, I've got to do it. I've got to do it. I'm doing it. <laughs> and then I do it. Yeah. It's like watching out for the resistance and where am I afraid of it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, which it's one of the cartoons, the kids, my children watch, it says we have nothing to fear, but fear itself. Something we watched the other day can't remember which but it's one in one of the disney films that yeah we have nothing to fear but fear itself we're not actually afraid of losing the house that was always my thing we're afraid of the the fear the fear is there the fact is you're not going to lose your house because you just go and find another job and find two jobs or work day and night on your business and you're not going to do it you're not going to lose it it's like the stories we tell ourselves Mm -hmm. It's basically the stories we tell ourselves that why it's not supposed to work. I always, sometimes I like imagining it's like a little, how would you say, you know, like, a, how do you call those like dwarfs? But I like dwarfs, but I mean in a bad way, like, yeah, like gnomes. a gnome. Yeah. yeah, like a tiny gnome that is trying to keep <laughs> me away from the light. 
So he keeps mm. telling me, no, you can't go there. You're not good enough. You're not, you're, you're not worth it. And I'm like, thank you. Yeah, thank go you. to the side. I don't want to listen <laughs> to you. <laughs> Mine used to be a parrot. I used to call it a parrot. And I would just literally imagine putting like, you know, a blanket on top of it. <gasps> just shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I'm doing it anyway. I heard you. Enough. I know that I'm shit and yeah, don't deserve it. And but it happened again to me, you know what, this morning. I always say that when I do my exercise, I uh, follow Sydney Cummings. And I always say the first one that pops up on my YouTube channel, I will do that. And this morning, 60 minute leg work. I'm like, oh my God, like <laughs> an hour, an hour. Well, first of all, an hour leg work. I won't be able to walk. But the second <laughs> thing is it was already half past 10, I think. Yeah, half past 10. And I'm like, an hour to myself at half past 10? Like, oh my God, like, oh no, I don't deserve that. And what if my husband or what if the children or this and that? No, no, I really can't. Like an hour just to spend on myself in the middle of the day. No, I thought, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. You're not winning. You're not winning. That hour, yeah, it it will make me not be able to walk, (laughs) but that's the aim. So I feel stronger. And I did it. I did it. So you have to get over that mental, mental block. Uh, even when um, we're doing the 30-day uh, limitless cash mind, and there are like 30 questions, one a day. It's hard, isn't it? When you think about it, it's hard to commit to something, to do 30 days and sit down and write that will at least take half an hour. And really, can I do half an hour to myself every day? Oh no, today I'm tired. Or I've got something else. Or I go and see a friend. But all those are just mental blocks. And the aim is to, to, to overcome those mental blocks because the biggest victory in the whole world, it's not earning the lottery or earning your first million, is to overcome this, I don't even know what to call it. I know well, ego and brain, but it's overcoming all the bullshit that your brain is telling you. And once you're on the other side, you just feel so much better. You did it. You, you're worthy of it. You deserve it. You can actually achieve it you can like prove it to yourself yeah it's just it's just so filled with lightness and it's like even if things like like for you like you explained today even when it comes back it doesn't feel that strong anymore like probably i don't know how many years before you probably would have had a thought like that and it would have crushed you in that moment and you just wouldn't have done it would have ignored it and forgotten about it as well because that's also a thing that we love to forget about those moments oh yeah but but because of the practice, it's just like, oh, thank you so much. Now I can, you know, let's let's have these thoughts pass by and just move on to the next thing. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes. And these thoughts and these stories uh, will always uh, show up. And the higher level you go in your business, the the more more of this will come. The um, new level, new devil, they say. And it is true. There is always something something bigger to overcome but that's 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 the beauty of it that who you're becoming on the journey to your goal it's not just the goal itself that's important but the process of who like i want to meet the woman who who can again reach the hundred thousand a year i want to meet the woman who can do multiple six figures a year but but i'm not i'm not focusing on her i just want the process i want to know what i'm learning on the way to that point and that's so much fun. That's way yeah. more oh, yeah. fun, yeah. 
Yeah. Also, it includes, I'm not going to say punching the wall, but going out and take a deep breath away from the computer rather than throwing it out of the window. <laughs> it involves crying in the middle of the night. It involves, you know, being short with your children. It involves um, giving up on your social life. It involves a lot, but it's all, all worth it. Once you, once you have a taste of being your own boss, I think it's, it's just totally worth it. I think <laughs> no yeah but I think I don't know maybe because I'm self-employed as well but I think it's so much the freedom that you have even though or no let's put it the other way around the things like you said even though it's I you have the cries at night you have less social life and stuff like that even though you have all those things the happiness is so much more and compared to where, because you 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 also know the corporate world, and when you're in the corporate world, mm. I'm not saying you can't be happy in the corporate world. You can really be happy there perfectly. But if you're not, you have to ask yourself why it's not that you're not happy in there. Maybe it's you know what are the things that are making you not happy. Mm. And if I compare the person I used to be when I was in the corporate world, it was a hundred times completely different than the person I am now and I feel this is me and that other person that used to go into the corporate world was not me that was someone acting for the corporate world and having that truth for yourself being able to say hey this is this is me and this is who I am like you said I'm in love with this person right now and I'm I'm glad that I can be this person in the next six months a year and keep yeah. on growing by for myself yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I just I know that the awareness of the whole planet is increasing, and there are more and more people, especially what we've got going on with COVID, uh, people losing their jobs. They will realize that they you don't have to depend on somebody else. You don't have to depend on somebody else. It only, and um, I'm still getting my head around it. I know it's true, but I want to fully embodied is that it only takes one single idea to you know leave your corporate world or earn your next million it's just one sing single idea that that's it that idea could help you transform a block of iron into i don't know uh hand carved cutlery that sells fifty thousand dollar each i don't know i'm just saying something anything any idea like everything facebook started with an idea virgin started with an idea all the big brands every, everything started with just one idea and i want to say that mine started with one idea it was the decision to, the idea of becoming a coach so every everything like our next service or product could could lead to you know wherever we want it to lead so and just more and more yeah. people need to need to hear this and, and understand it. <laughs> yeah, especially because sometimes that idea might not be the final one, but it's one that mm. takes you to your next step. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes there are steps in between. And sometimes it, the first step is fine. And sometimes you need just a couple. It's, it's up to the person, like how, how driven somebody is. Like Richard Branson could have, could have stayed with the Virgin Records and just stay, you know, little, I want to say. But no, he wanted more. He wanted to progress more. So, you know, he did. Yeah. And we can do the same. Same with Elon Musk. 
Yeah. Or everybody. I mean, take Galileo Galilei. Take all the sailors that set off from Europe to become, to, okay, you know, find the American continent. Yeah. Or the first person that created the wheel or Da Vinci with his flying thing. It was his idea. And then later on, other people, you know, transformed it into more. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think as, as normal human beings, we always think that we can't mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we're not that special. We don't have that special creativity or we don't have that social, because sometimes, you know, it's about having, knowing the right people. But yeah. on the other hand, it's not true. It's just a story we tell ourselves because everybody can become someone. And it's, mm-hmm. it's been, we've had so many confirmations about it. You know, Bill Gates. Uh, oh, yeah. What, what are the Steve big ones? Jobs. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. Everyone. Every, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it is possible. I mean, watch the um, documentary with Bill Gates. And I mean, all... Okay, he was really good at numbers and, you know, computer stuff. But he admitted that they slept in one room for, I think it was weeks even, and they, they worked on the computer, and if they were really tired, they had a mattress on the floor, and they slept there for a, for a half an hour, and then they went back to it. So it, does, it didn't just happen to him that he was given a billion, multiple billion dollar company. He freaking worked hard for it uh, at the beginning. And if and I know some people say that, yeah, just click your finger and wish for it, and it appears, and sometimes it happens, but not with everything and not for everyone. Uh, sometimes you just need to work on it and you need to work hard. But I always make this distinction. There is a very big difference with working hard and hard work. Hard work is getting up at six in the morning, going to a corporate job you don't like, getting home at six, seven in the evening, kissing your children goodnight and repeat. That's hard work. Working hard is you work hard on your business, for example, on something you love. Because you need to work hard, you need to put the effort in, you write your copy or go and see clients and, uh, you know, create stuff. That's, you need to do that, but it will never feel like hard work because you love it. It's, well, if you do something, obviously, that you love, you love it. So it just, it just happens. You just do it. And it's, it's, you love every minute of it. And if you don't, you outsource. <laughs> but it's, it, it's never hard work. And I think it's like you said, it's, be, it's because of the passion. If you are passionate about your job, that's why I said you can even be someone in the corporate world and be happy if that's your passion. Mm. And if that's the person you want to be, Mm. and that's when you forget the time about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. And yeah, time is a funny thing because when you do something you really love and then you want to do so much and you realize it's three in the morning and I'm like, oh my God, like (laughs) what happened? Because you just really enjoy something and time flies by. Yeah. Exactly. One of the things that I notice every now and then is, um, you know how people have this very weird relationship to wealth in general, because one of the sentences that I actually heard, because we were having a discussion a couple of weeks ago with my father, and I feel that this is like very old energy, but it's still there. It's like, if you're rich, then you've, you've done something, you know, like, then you've probably uh, abused some other people you know had them like slaves or whatever or done bad things to become that rich and i feel that this is like the what's wrong with wealth in general 
on the planet because we always assume or a lot of people assume that the, the rich people are all bad and evil and have you know are trying to manipulate everybody else mm -hmm. because i mean they are just one percent on the planet or mm -hmm. two max yeah but who who actually says that people Usually, without money exactly exactly so i mean i mean i couldn't say anything about i couldn't give an opinion about a nurse because i've never been a nurse like how could you give an opinion about rich people you've never been rich so it's it's all and and that's why you know there's a saying the money always goes where there is already money because people with the right mindset who already have money earned it their own way not given that's different uh, still not bad but it's different the people who earned it and with that mindset they know how to be open for more money and the people who stay in the victim mode and the blame mode that's exactly they always repeating that to everyone so the more they repeat it the more they, they get it the more poorness they get the more lack they get while the rich they don't speak like oh i don't have money or uh, i don't know like whatever else rich people negative things they say yeah, or somebody keeps will will steal it from me or you know they don't they have the mindset of okay money is abundant if i lose some i'll get some more so what like money we take money so seriously but oh my god like it's just a piece of paper it's not even paper anymore it's a number on your bank account it's just mm. like <laughs> and and you know like um also poor people always say uh, and i've been there and my my mom is all still there that you know you need to save and put away all the money and just you know always put it away but when you think about it the money you put away it has no value it really has no value because it sits on your bank account it just feels heavy anyway that you have money but you don't because you can't spend it it doesn't go up in value probably two percent in a bank that's the worst thing anybody can do at the moment uh, not even two percent so it's 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 just there but it has no value but if you think like like a five euro or dollar note that how many times it goes round people like a five dollar note i don't want to say i read it somewhere it can it can worth something like eighty thousand dollars because that's how many times it went through and earned somebody money and paid the wages and paid the bills and so and poor people still think that because we have lack let's just save just in case but rich people probably they don't have even have that much to save but they circulate it back constantly because they understand that the more they circulate it the more they earn and the more they bring and the, and they let let go let go of it like it's it's money you just do the same thing that you did and earn more earn it back so yeah that's yeah and, it, and, it, and the, yeah and it's like you said the more you give out you give it into the flow i also feel like that because we're thinking in the and i'm i'm thinking myself in because i'm still also in, the, in that process um because it's like we don't even invite it in into our house one of the things that mm. i was noticing and i think now with the virus thing um whenever i have had money in my hands i want to wash my hands afterwards because mm -hmm. i've been taught that money is always dirty mm -hmm. and of course if it goes through fifty thousand hands it is of course the that part but on the other hand because of that 
my general thinking of money is money is dirty. And that's yeah. the energy I'm sending out. How is money yeah. going to stay with me if I keep think, saying and thinking? It's, and every time I touch it, I'm going to go, oh. Yeah. yeah. How is, yeah. How is it going to stay with me? It's just going to go know, like, right? no, nah, I'm not staying with you. You think <laughs> yeah. I'm dirty. <laughs> and I had a client who, she told me that, uh, little, I can't remember, girl or boy, um, I can't remember which client, but it, it was like, yeah, I know it was a client of mine who said that um, they, they, her little one got some money out of her purse and she straight away said, oh, no, 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 wash your hand, wash your hand because it, it's, you know, dirty. And then she remembered our conversation and she said, no, actually, let's get all the money out, touch it and let's smell our hands. Because then, then you have the money. It's like, okay, I can even smell money. It's here. I've got loads of it. It's in front of me. It's, even if it's coins, your brain doesn't know. You have lots of it. So, and then, yeah, they, they took, who was it? Oh, I want to say Diane. Can't remember. But yeah, it was, um, and they, they, they touched it. They touched it and then they, they smelled their hands and they smelled money. So, yeah. Oh, that's such a great idea. Start, start there. <laughs> we can, yeah, you can give that a go. <laughs> No, especially because now that we're moving into being having more digital money, mm, yeah. we're losing the coins. I think yeah. uh, our next generations are not going to be able to know yeah. how it was, you know, to have a yeah. wallet with the coins in there. Yeah. And yeah. one of the things that I love to to always be in the in the in the um, abundance energy is I have a little bowl where I collect all the small ones, you know, okay. anything small, so I don't have to carry it in my wallet. It's in mm. there. And then I could just, you know, maybe for fun for my for my niece or something at some point for them to have to play. Yeah, or yeah. Something. yeah. I make it I make it a thing that I always have money in the house, so I've got something up in the kitchen on the kitchen counter, so I can just say I've got money all around me, like money is all around me. I've got some on my um, dishwasher today, so it's always money is always around me. I'm yeah. the same. I have it all over the place. I actually have a 100 euro bill in my wallet with me all, mm -hmm. always wherever I go oh, and I've had good. moments where I was like <gasps> but I've, I haven't spent it it's like it's there I'm not touching it and, and it's green is my favorite color so <laughs> it's oh, like, I you like you <laughs> but then but then you can do you can do it because yeah oh okay I can't touch it but if you walk into a shop where you think oh yeah I want a lot of things from here and then you have the 100 euros, you say, oh, okay, I could buy this, I could buy this, I could buy this, but I'm choosing not to spend it right now, but I could buy this. That's, yeah. a, that's a good way of getting into spending and getting money in. Yeah, and then I'm always like, you're so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> with me right now, I'm going to spend the virtual money. <laughs> yeah. It's very, very effective, nice. virtual money is very effective, yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm glad that we're a little glad, I think, that we're moving into that direction because that way we're not going to have the it's smelly and it's disgusting. <laughs> At least that one is going to be gone soon, hopefully. I just sniff it, sniff it when we are done, just sniff it and say, Ooh, yeah. it smells good. <laughs> no, the good it? thing is, I, I also collect them from all over the world. So, because I want at one point, I want to yeah. be able to, when my niece is a little bit older, to be able to show her, look, so these are the coins from all yeah. over the world. Mm, yeah there you go <laughs> very good that's a good idea <laughs> yeah um i wanted to ask you one more thing especially because uh, you know in here in my podcast i like to talk about um coming into your purpose and for you it sort of was a little bit clear when you were small when when you were little 
but it became more clear, of course, after the death of your of your father and what direction you wanted to go. How was it for you? Because I know that a lot of the times, one of the fears that a lot of people have into stepping into their purposeful living, you know, like in your case, becoming the coach, um, it's about having judgment from the outside, you know, having friends say, oh my God, why are you, what are you doing now? Um, how was that for you to, to bring that to you? Because I think you also had a corporate job before that. So how was, how was that for you, you know, to make that transition from coming out of that corporate world and then going into, I'm going to be, do my own thing now? Um, well, I left corporate when I uh, fell pregnant with my first uh, child and I went back a little bit, but not as a business development manager. Uh, and I left when I had uh, my second one and then just went back just very part-time. Uh, so I was, a, I was a stay-at-home mom. And, you know, I just felt this, this something inside me, like screaming at me. I, I didn't know what it was. It just said, just, just kept that you, you need to do more. There is more for you. You need to help people. Um, there is so much more you can achieve. And it was so strong. At one point, I remember I just held my little girl in my hand. She was an eight, nine months old. And my little boy was about two, I think, uh, playing in the living room. And I just stood in the door and I just started to cry. And I thought, I just, it can't not answer this something anymore. I felt suffocated. I felt as if someone was sitting on my chest and just pushing me down from all the anxiety that because I had been pushing all these thoughts and dreams back for so long because of fear and judgment and all that. But I got to that point that day and I said, I don't care. I just, I've got to do something. I don't care how much it costs, how long it takes, what it will take me, but I will do it. And I said to my husband that whatever it is, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm just doing it. And that's when this advert popped up and uh, it was $5,000 or pounds. I can't remember. 5,000. And I thought, oh my God, like 5,000. Like I never had that much on my bank account, even though I had a good corporate job, but we went on holidays and clothes and cars and whatnot. Um, so I thought 5,000 pounds, like where is a stay at home mom going to get 5,000 pounds from? Uh, and I spoke to my husband and he just said straight away, no, no, like what, what are you thinking? Like, it's something that you don't even know who she is, this coach, she's just promising you this and that. But I felt so strong about it that I think it was like two, three days I didn't speak to him. <laughs> and, then, and then he took out a credit card on his own name and, and gave me the 5,000. So he, he really, he saw that this was it, like this was make or break for me. I, I just, I couldn't, it, the, the feeling was so strong that I had to do something that, uh, yeah, I did it. And if it wasn't him, I would have got the money from somewhere else, but that's it. So when you feel it's, when you feel it's so strong, you've got to act before it goes, goes away, goes to somebody else, your idea, it goes to somebody else and, and you will just live your life totally miserable and die with regrets. And no, that's just not an option for me. That's how is your i'm prepared to do <laughs> yeah um how has your husband moved with you through all this like because you said oh. a little bit you know yeah it was really 
at the beginning when I would ask him to read my emails, to proofread it, and he kept saying, oh, you shouldn't say the universe because people will think you, you know, a lunatic. I'm like, hang on a minute, you can say God left and right, but not the universe, that's what I believe in, so what? And then we had a big fallout and we made up, thankfully, and I said, from now on, I don't want you to ask anything about my business. I don't want you to ask who, when, how, what. I'm doing it my way. And then one day he came to me and said, not with anything, because he didn't know I was doing really that well. He said, oh, there is this motorbike. And yeah, it's, she just, he just showed me and he said, oh, it's really nice. Da, da, da. And I gave him my card and I said, go and buy it. And he said, it was? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go and buy your motorbike. I'm like, it's his payback time. You helped me at the beginning. Now you go and go buy that bike. And he still got that bike, but he's selling it now. <laughs> <laughs> he's selling it he's not using it at the moment he wants something else now so he's, he's selling it at the moment but yeah that was 2017 I think yeah three years ago so yeah nice. so he's, 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 he's grown with me and uh, I well I, my my dream was to retire him but his dream was just to have a bit of time off with us and then he's gone back to went back to work last year um but it was he 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 grew he grew with me. He he even said, what did he say the other day? He said mindset. And I'm like, you said the word mindset? <laughs> and then he said another word that maybe maybe the universe, maybe he said universe, because that really like that was a total mic drop moment for me. I'm like, whoa, wow, wow. <laughs> and he also said that they have this yoga studio at work. And I'm like, oh, are you gonna give it a go? It's like laughing. And he said, I would, but I don't get there on time. I'm like, all right, okay, so we're doing yoga now. <laughs> so, you know, the only way to change somebody is to be an inspiration. So, yeah, he's gone with me. He says, but not every woman, woman is that lucky. And I didn't think he would, and we nearly split up. But um, I realized that, you know what, he's good as he is. I, I love him, loved him for who he was at the beginning. It's me who is growing, and he doesn't need to grow with me. I'm, I'm fine he's fine so yeah we stayed together and we're still together with two beautiful but very strong-minded children <laughs> <laughs> but that's yeah. so beautiful yeah i yeah, think so. i think that's one of the things that i've been noticing or also in my own relationships with friends family with everybody because especially when you start to move towards that direction you start creating a different life for yourself and you start evolving because you're start, you know, like all the stories are falling off of you, mm. all the baggage and everything. And you're becoming this amazing human being that is creating more consciously. Cause I, I feel we, we create all the time. It's just about are yeah, we doing yeah, yeah. it consciously or not. So you, you start yeah. doing that more consciously and all the world around you is not doing it. Like your friends, maybe, I mean, it does mm. change cause I feel that you start, attracting people that are yeah. on your level as well but, but the you original have, ones <laughs> and 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 i mean you're not going to say goodbye to your mother to your brother mm. to, you know to your children just because they're not evolving with you mm -hmm. but i feel that that's also part of the involvement that we have to make in our lives is realize that that we even though we don't have, let's agree to, I, I love that sentence. Let's agree to disagree. And yeah. just because we don't, dis, we, just because we yeah. don't agree with each other doesn't mean that we love each other less. Mm. And that we yeah. can't spend time together with each other. Yeah. Yeah. 
I did I did give up on some friendships uh and I I have stood up um a lot stronger to my mom and and relatives and and they were surprised and they said oh yeah since you have money I'm like no since I have the courage to stand up to you to you um but yeah I have some friends who I just had to had to leave behind and I said I'm sorry I even said to one of them I'm sorry I'm going to hang up hang the phone up now and we're never going to talk again because you know all the negative just constantly they ring you to complain and moan and I said mm -mm. no not anymore so but it's fine they will live she's happy I'm happy it's, it's it wasn't a long term really a friendship but even even with long terms like some people come into your life for a minute some people come for life we learn from each other but if the relationship doesn't light you up anymore and it's not yeah it just doesn't light you up doesn't make you happy anymore it's time to move on yeah and that is so important that's what i was saying with with the vibration uh with some people you're just so connected that even though they might not be moving or growing the same as you are mm. they, they still are at some point yeah. i feel that they always come around at some point yeah 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 sometimes they do. but it, but it's not that you're expecting it and that it's no. not that you're you know like you have to make those changes if you, mm. if you, you know if we want to be friends um and i think that's that's the most amazing part that's that i have been living with all my friendships and, and family as well they might not have grown completely into that direction but they've opened up to ideas and you know a little bit and so it's still like i said the love is still there so that's that's something yeah. that that i think yeah. that we can always trust and if someone actually needs to leave it just happens it just is that the way yeah. it has yeah 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 there's there are more people around they come around <laughs> Yeah, right. I think yeah, it's more it's more positive than negative, and, and yeah. yeah. Oh, this was so amazing. I have I'm I wrote down because usually I have as a last question I always uh, ask books, but you already gave me Surrender Experiment, which I've been, I think I've been having on my Audible for two years, and I haven't oh. like I started listening to it, but I haven't finished. So I'm going to start again. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The uh, Universe Has Your Back from Gabrielle. I'm going to put all the links below so that everybody knows but what is like the main thing what would you say what what should be my trouble if i want to work with you Your like trouble. what kind of what kind of clients uh um are supposed okay. to come to you when they need help yeah okay so i always say that if your goal at least as big as it so your goal big enough yeah big enough to make your pants wee a little bit <laughs> or bring puke up in your mouth <laughs> and you have your own business, then, then I'm, I'm happy to help you. I don't do like, uh, you know, six figure uh, sales funnels or whatever. I tell you that if you want to scale, you need a sales funnel and I've done mine and all that, I can help you. But if, if your dream scares you and you have no idea how to get there, but you don't want to stay where you are anymore and it really is hurting you, like your business is not growing. Um, that's obviously one, uh, the main area we focus on, but it also uh, has an effect on your family, on your relationship. And if you, if, if you just, just really are just sick of the, I want, I want to say struggle because my clients are not struggling, but if you just don't want to stay normal anymore but you want the extraordinary you want to feel extraordinary 
then then that's that's me i'll 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 help you to change transform your whole business and life around uh, through mindset and then business development as well uh but uh we really put a big uh emphasis on money so creating money with your soul wealth with heart Oh, that's so beautiful. I think I think money is something that can make life easier, a lot easier, and it's actually something where we can measure how much abundance we can create in our lives. Because we're doing it a lot of the times already, but we're not conscious of it because we measure everything with money. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah, I do teach abundance like in different, like we look at different things as well, and and yeah. people realize, yeah, I do have abundance uh, because why are you just focusing on money and you are in a lack you can't bring abundance in so you need to focus on abundance and then everywhere else and then then focus on money yeah not the other way around <laughs> yeah and to all the all the abundance coaches out there don't be shy you can do that too we <laughs> i i know all the rules of abundance but sometimes i just need someone from the outside to help me walk through certain steps so that's also something yeah uh that that uh, where you could support as well because yeah, it's yeah. Just about you know giving the nudge come on you know <laughs> yeah change yeah. that sentence <laughs> yeah and the thing is i don't i work with i i had clients from anything between construction to beauty to mlm to coaches as well so the 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 laws of the mindset and business development apply to apply to everywhere so you don't have to be a coach to work with me i don't have only coaches at the moment so i've got somebody opening um um a cookie business and then the next, the next step is a restaurant a hungarian uh, italian restaurant so mm-hmm. so it doesn't it's everyone and she's just taking as part just as much as my lady from construction or or coach so yeah and especially now with covid changing so many things in the businesses everywhere all over the world so if you're tuning in if you're listening to this <laughs> come and join us one special thing that i really love and i love all the all the inspiration that you're giving there as well as the the group that you the facebook group that you have we're posting that in the show notes as well yeah, the champagne, champagne group. universe. Yeah, champagne universe. Because I always thought, what should I call my group? And I'm like, what do I like? I like champagne and universe. Oh, champagne universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, so yeah. that's where, yeah, that's so where people can find me. Exactly. We're gonna post that so you can find that and more, and maybe your website as well. But we're gonna put everything um, yeah. that you're gonna need down there. Oh, this was so refreshing and so beautiful, Anita. Thank you so much for the, that you've taken the time. And I'm looking forward to have another interview at some point. Yay! <laughs> I was really happy. It was a really good, really good conversation. And I'm, thank you for inviting me. Thank you. It was really wonderful. And thank you, everybody, for listening in. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And looking forward to listening to you at some other point. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>